Okay, listen, believe me, it's time to stop writing scripts for your interview answers for real. There really is a better way, and today I'm going to tell you about it. This is the Confident English Interview Podcast, episode number five. Let's get started. One of the advantages of having an interview online compared to a face-to-face -face interview is that you can more comfortably use notes. But is it really a good idea to write scripts for questions that you can almost be certain you'll be asked? Questions like, tell me about yourself, tell me about your strengths and weaknesses, and why you're interested in the position, etc.? The answer is absolutely not. Never script your answers. And by the end of this podcast, not only will you agree with me, but you'll also have a better strategy to get ready for those questions you can almost always expect. By the way, my name's Warren. I'm a job interview preparation coach specialized in working with non-native English speakers getting ready for important interviews in English. For job interviews, university interviews, and interviews associated with medical residency and fellowship programs in the United States, welcome to my podcast. I'm really happy to have you here. So we're going to break down today's podcast into three parts. First, we're going to talk about the reasons why scripting your answers is a bad idea. Second, we'll speak about the purpose of an interview. And third, we'll speak about a better strategy of note-taking when you're getting ready for your next important interview. Let's talk about that first point why scripting your answers is a bad idea. This next point might seem a bit obvious, but I feel like this is a good starting point for today's conversation. If you're going to invest the time in writing a script, then definitely you're going to end up reading those answers in the interview. And the problem with that is that it's super obvious, painfully obvious, when someone is reading an interview answer, it just doesn't sound the same when someone is speaking freely versus when someone is reading an answer from a script. There's the added component of the fluency boost. Suddenly, almost magically, the candidate's fluency goes from a good level to an incredible level. It almost feels like they're cheating. But then, when I see the candidate's eyes moving from left to right, and then back to the left, and then to the right again, I know it. They really are cheating. They're reading from a script. And it's just so painful, especially on those questions that are about self-awareness. I mean, when you're describing your professional experience or your strengths or your goals, shouldn't you be able to speak about those things without the help of a script? I mean, they're so personal. It's something about you 
take a risk and try to explain these without reading words from a page. So that brings us to our second point, the question, what then is the purpose of an interview? An interview is not a competition. It's not a race. An interview is an opportunity to create connection. And if you're being evaluated on anything, you're being evaluated on how well you communicate. The interviewer is trying to determine how well you would fit with the team, the company, and the company's goals. And when you're reading an answer, you really miss a lot of those opportunities for connection. It's simply off-putting. I find that most people are scripting their answers for two main reasons. First, they want to have the perfect answer ready to go. And second, that they want to take advantage of the fact that the interview is online and they can use notes. So I want to address those two points. Let's begin by speaking about the first reason, the perfect answer. There is no perfect job interview answers. There are only clear, complete, concise, and confident answers, but there's never a perfect answer. If a perfect answer existed, job interviews wouldn't exist. This podcast wouldn't exist. You wouldn't struggle with job interviews because everyone you included would already have the perfect answer. So say goodbye to the goal of crafting a perfect answer. Make your goal instead clear, complete, concise, and confident answers. So let's talk about that second reason, the reason why people are scripting out answers. And I mentioned that they want to take advantage of the fact that the interview is online so that they have a script ready for their Zoom call. They can just have it open on their screen. So here's my rule. Do nothing that you would not do in an in-person interview on a Zoom interview. Let me repeat that. If you wouldn't do it in an in-person interview, don't do it in a Zoom interview. Could you imagine printing out 15 pages of, of notes, of questions and answers, taking them to an in-person interview with you, and each time you are asked a question, go to page 5 or page 12 and read a scripted answer to your interviewer? Most certainly not. So, let's make that our rule of thumb. In order to create connection, you need to make yourself a bit vulnerable, and your communication needs to be flexible and adaptable. Something you're simply not able to achieve through the rigidity of a script. So I think that we've pretty well established the fact that scripting your answers is not a good idea. Let's talk about what you can do instead. 
The best way to make notes for your interview is to create some bullet points or talking points. And we're going to speak about bullet points, but before I do, let's go through one more technical reason why scripting out your answers is never a good idea. When we talk about language, we can break down language skills into four categories, four skills, reading, writing, speaking, and listening. Of those four skills, which is the skill that you're using most in a job interview? Speaking, of course. And if you're developing scripts for answers, which is the skill that you're going to be using? Writing. Although speaking and writing are both productive skills, they're two very different productive skills. And since the final product, the interview answer is spoken, it's a more effective strategy to prepare and practice by speaking. If you can construct and practice your answers by speaking, you're going to have a much more efficient preparation process. Now, it goes without saying that the first few answers are going to be difficult. They're going to be maybe even a bit painful. But if you prepare this way and you work through the difficulty and the pain, your final answer is going to be much better than if you had just written it over and over. You'll also have an easier time remembering your answer's content if your preparation process is through speaking. As you practice, get the first few answers out, and as you're speaking, make some notes on the things that you are saying that you like, the things that sound really good. And make some notes on the vocabulary that you're having trouble with. These notes they will become your bullet points or your talking points and they'll evolve as you practice. If you say something that you don't like or doesn't make sense, just move on, keep speaking. The goal here is not to have a great answer, but to produce a complete answer and to see how your answer evolves as you work with it. After four or five attempts, you should have some good ideas on your notes. And now you're at the point where you can use those ideas, those bullet points, to create a clear, complete, concise, and confident answer. And those bullet points, that's the better way. The final product should be a few lines of minimalistic notes that don't restrict your answer. This is going to help you in two ways. First, it will help you remember the structure of your answer. And second, this is going to help you remember keywords or vocabulary you might be struggling with and don't want to forget. If you have any key figures or data that you don't want to forget, I would also include those in your bullet points. 
After developing two or three pages of notes before your interview, you'll feel more prepared. You don't have to shuffle through 15 pages of scripted notes. You're not having to scroll through a document every time you're asked a question, no. Instead, you want to be focused on creating connection. So if you'd like to see some sample bullet points, or if you'd like to know more about this process, head over to my website. That's www.ceicoaching.com and click on the blog. There are some great posts with ideas to create your own bullet points. And while you're there, you can see other free resources that I have for non-native English speakers preparing for important interviews. While you're there, check out my coaching programs and see what my clients have to say about my interview preparation coaching services. If you'd like some help getting ready for your next important interview in English, reach out. It would be a pleasure to be part of your journey and help you reach your goals. Hey, if you like this podcast, tell a friend about it and subscribe. You'll be the first one to know about future releases. And if you're finding this content helpful in your preparation process, your five-star review is something I'd really appreciate. If you'd like to connect, join my LinkedIn community where I share updates and more free content. You can find the link on my website. That's C-E-I Coaching. Dot com. It's always great to connect with listeners. Join me in our next episode where we'll continue speaking about effective bullet points and have some examples. The Confident English Interview Podcast is produced and distributed by CEI Coaching and can be found on all major platforms. Thanks again for listening and take care.